Your very experience in the skin and body of a woman is a roar. You don't have to stand on a pedestal or scream into a mic to be a roaring woman. You can be a roaring woman if you woke up this morning. You can be a roaring woman if you got out of bed, even though everything in you wanted to just go to sleep and struggle to exist. Hi friends, this is your For Women Who Roar podcast, and this is Megan, your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm really excited to talk to you about this amazing topic of scarcity and abundance. Scarcity and abundance are weaved together they are connected. They are like the unhappy married couple <laughs> that has repressed issues that they haven't talked about. So we're going to talk about them today and we are going to dive into ways that maybe you have felt you've been living small, that you've been playing it small and have felt like you couldn't step into your power and to the work that you want to create. And speaking of that, I'm really excited to share that I have launched my creative coaching program. It's my signature program. I've been working on this for a few months now, and it is so awesome. It's an eight-week program where we dive into all the things, um, such as you know how to build your small business, how to get clear on what you want to create, who your audience is, what's keeping you blocked, how to manifest those dreams into action, and so much more. So I am so excited for this program. The spots are already filling up. So I only have a few more and the doors are only open for this program for the next week. So you'll definitely want to go ahead and apply and see if this program is right for you. You can find out about that on the link in the show notes or just go directly to the page at meganfebruary.com slash creative coaching. All right, so let's dive in. Let's talk about scarcity mindset. One thing I want to acknowledge with scarcity is that it has probably served you. And what do I mean by that? You're probably like, what? Why would scarcity serve me? Trust me, friend. It has served you, and I know it because it has served me. What do we benefit from that scarcity mindset? It helps us stay small. It helps us avoid risk. It helps us avoid failure or success or fear. So in that way, scarcity has served us. And if we want to break out of that model, we have to acknowledge how it has. So first things first, what do I mean by scarcity mindset? It is the belief that there is not enough to go around. Let me repeat that again. The scarcity mindset is a belief that there's not enough 
could go around. Does that feel real to you? Does that feel resonant in your body? Maybe that's money. Maybe that's opportunity. Maybe that's publishing. Maybe it's a passion project that you've put on hold or art you want to create. Usually that scarcity mindset is tangled up with comparison to others. Have you been noticing that a lot of your energy has been in looking at what others are creating and going, well, they've already done that, so who am I? Or, wow, that person's already written the book that I really want to write, so what point does my story have? Or, wow, there's so many podcasters out there, why why would I create another podcast? And so on. I mean, you get the picture, right? Like, this comparison is basically another distraction to avoid our desire. So I'm going to list out some of the most common scarcity mindsets that I hear all the time in my coaching practice and even within myself. Let me know if any of these sound familiar. That idea has already been done. I can't make that much money. No one would listen to my podcast. Everyone is trying to write a book. People will think I'm just following a trend. Everyone is a coach these days. There's just too much competition. No one will buy my art. And so on. There's so many more of these, but I have found that these are the most repetitive that I hear in my business with the clients I work with that are feeling really stuck. And what's interesting about acknowledging scarcity, about acknowledging core beliefs and the critic that kind of lives within us, is that that critic is pretty unoriginal. Like, isn't it interesting that these mindsets are so popular? So here's the deal. The way to break up with the scarcity mindset is to acknowledge how it has served you. And trust me, it has served you. And I know all too well from my own experience. Here are some examples. I held on to a scarcity mindset because if it changed, it meant I would be more responsible and I was scared to fail. It meant I could be successful and I was afraid to shine. It meant I would make money and then have to deal with the guilt attached to being wealthy. It meant being seen and known and I was afraid people would be disappointed once they really knew me. So those are my examples and here's the thing, once you begin to acknowledge the core beliefs, once you begin to acknowledge the scarcity that has kept you in fear and enmeshed with past narratives that have kept you small, they begin to lose their power. Let me repeat that again. Once you acknowledge the scarcity, once you acknowledge the mindsets and the core beliefs that have kept you small, they lose their power. So here's what I want you to do. 
I want you to write down the scarcity mindsets that you have on repeat. It can be the ones I've already read to you. It doesn't matter. What are the scarcity mindsets that you hear on repeat? Write down as many as you can possibly think of. And then after you have written those statements and those core beliefs out, I want you to rewrite them as how they have served you. For example, take that statement. That idea has already been done. And then convert it to how has that idea and mindset served you. So for example, it would be something like this. I've believed that all the ideas have been taken because it means that if I step into my idea and my passion, it might mean I could fail. Here's another example. The mindset everyone is a coach these days has served me because I don't have to take the risk to offering my leadership and my guidance. I can stay behind the curtain and let others step into their voice and power. You get the picture, right? So when you begin to name the mindsets and then name the reasons that these have served you, you begin to call them out and you begin to take back the power by naming the ways in which they have unconsciously and consciously kept you from what you want to make and create. So once you have written out your scarcity mindset and then you have written how it has served you, the last step is to write an affirmation that will change the narrative of that mindset. For example, no one will listen to my podcast. I choose to believe that my podcast will reach the ears of thousands. Another example, there's just too much competition. Your affirmation would be, I have something amazing to offer the world, something unique. Here's the deal about affirmations. I get that they feel awkward and at times they feel phony. They're going to feel that way, friend, because you are changing and shifting a belief you've had about yourself. So it's going to feel like moving your body in a new way that you maybe have never done before. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel like a weird stretch. But these affirmations are going to help you change these mindsets and these scarcity beliefs into a powerful redirection of your thoughts. I will suggest if it feels too reaching to say an affirmation that this says I am this, you can always work your affirmations to say I choose to believe blank. Sometimes that's an easier pill to swallow and it is still effective as long as you are claiming it, write it down, say it out loud, meditate with it. The goal being to acknowledge the belief, to change the belief, and to act on it. Awesome, my friends. I'm so excited to see how this unfolds for you. How this process of acknowledging scarcity and working through the changing of your beliefs 
by taking your power back. You got this, friend. Don't forget, if you love this podcast, if you are feeling energized by the words here, by the interviews with women, by the meditations, by the encouragements, subscribe and review. We'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to dive into coaching with me, I would love to connect with you. Applications are open right now, so go ahead and go apply in the link in the show notes. Thanks, friends, and keep pouring. Oh, I can swim in.